What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. If you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the awesome guests like the one I have joining me today. My guest today is a mixed martial artist and professional MMA fighter who recently was featured in the boxing match where he faced off against Chad Ochocinco. Aside from his professional journey as a fighter, he is a dad and he takes his title as a dad very seriously. It's a pleasure to welcome my good friend Brian Maxwell to Dad Up. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, listen, let's just let's just dive right in because um, I'm dying to know a little bit more about your story because, uh, you know, I first I first saw you um, really saw who you were watching the fight and a uh, great fight, by the way. Excellent job. But I'm really wanting to dive in because you mentioned it at, at the fight and I'll never forget it. You, you, you said, who is Brian Maxwell? So let us hear it. Who is Brian Maxwell? Brian Maxwell is a, a hard worker. You know, I stay I stay on the grind and, you know, I'm always I'm always doing something. I stay on the go all the time. And, you know, whether it's at work or at the gym or at home, you know, I'm always I'm always a busy body. Yeah. Now, um, now what's your workout routine like? I mean, as for a fighter, it's got to be pretty, pretty rigorous. I mean, you guys are you guys are probably in the gym a few times a day. Um, I mean, usually after after I get off work, I'll come home and before I go to the gym, whether it's. I'm going to the gym or, you know, taking my son to wrestling practice. I'll come home and take a nap and then I'll head to the gym for a couple of hours. And, you know, when I, when I get to the gym, you know, I, I get ready and, you know, I start my warm up regimen. I usually do a CrossFit workout. And then after that, you know, it, it's game time and I go into what I got to work on for the day with what skill I'm, I'm preparing for. Do you have a specific routine that you go through to get yourself prepared or mentally prepared to be you know, to do what you have to do, whether it's get into a ring or get into a workout. I always listen to music. I listen to music literally like most <laughs> of the day, even while I'm at work, I'll have my, my ear pods in, listen to music most of the time. And, you know, music is my, is my therapy and it, it helps, you know, certain, certain songs get my mind raised, but especially I have a certain playlist on my Spotify that I listen to before fights and, you know, oh, it cool. just put, puts me in a different zone. That's very cool. Now, um, I know it was an exhibition fight, but, you know, like I said, it was a great fight. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sure you got uh, a, a kick out of doing it and uh, really enjoyed uh, fighting against against Chad. I know your ultimate goal and when you get into a ring is you want to win. I mean, you want as a fighter, you want to win. Um, when you first knocked him down, what was going through your mind? I'm dying to know. Well, when, I, when, when, the, when the punch landed, I was like, oh, he's out. And that's why I rushed over there because, you know, when when you knock somebody out, you want to make sure they're okay. But, you know, once I when I hit him and he fell, like his reaction to get up was quick, quicker than I thought it would be. But mm-hmm. he was still kind of, you know, wobbly and, and staggered a little bit. But, you know, my, my first re- reaction, you know, being a, a mixed martial artist, too, was to to run on it over there and not only just check on him, but just by chance, you know, he gets up, hit him again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's, I mean, you know, as an MMA fighter, I mean, that's your routine. I mean, you knock somebody down, you want to get over there and make sure they're finished off. Um, Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, that, well, that's cool. Now he gave you kudos for that because he kind of held up his held up his glove and, and said, "All right, you got me there. You got me with that one." Um, well, that's cool. Uh, what what kind of got you started in in mixed martial arts? I mean, was it something that you kind of grew up in? Did you did you kind of stumble into it? I know because I've interviewed uh, like Chuck Liddell, Chuck Liddell, and he kind of stumbled into it. Um, so how did you how did you get started in it? That was my thing too. I kind of stumbled into it because. You know, I wrestled, I wrestled all, most of my life. I wrestled since I was 13 years old and, you know, it got me all the way to college on a full scholarship. And, oh, you wow. know, that that's when I discovered MMA is, you know, I was hanging out with my roommates doing our, our, you know, our normal Friday routine, you know, just hanging out and acting up and stuff. And one of my roommates was, is a big UFC fan. And he's like, these fights are coming on. And I didn't even know what he was talking about. And, you know, when he flipped the channel, that's before UFC got big on, on pay-per-views and stuff. And, you know, it just ha so happened we missed the whole fight card, but the main event was just coming on. And it was Anderson Silva versus, I think it was Rich Rich Franklin, I think. They mm. were the main event. And, you know, from that point, you know, I liked, I liked Anderson Silva's swagger and, you know, how he carried himself and, you know, I said from that point on, that was going to be my fight, my favorite fighter. And, you know, it kind of got me interested in the sport. But, you know, after college, you know, I, you know, I dabbled in life trying to find out, find out what I really wanted to do with myself and finally told myself, let's give this MMA thing a try since I was already interested in it. You know, I just happened to be on the Internet looking up some stuff. And, you know, there was this uh, promotion that was popular in my area at the time called Ruckus in the Cage. And, you know, they had some fights coming up, so I, I signed up for it, and the promoter called me, called me shortly after, and offered me a fight against a two and zero guy. And of course, I said yes to it because you know I'm, a, I'm super competitive, and you know right. I didn't care, I didn't care the guy's background, and I didn't care that he was two and zero, and you know I, I had never fought before. I was just going to go ahead and plan on just using my wrestling and my my grounding panel skills to to win the fight, and just so happened. You know, I prepared for the fight and, you know, I end up knocking the guy out in 25 seconds. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Well, well uh, you know, I, 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 I look forward to uh, watching your career just kind of develop, man. So that's, that's cool. But I do want to uh, do want to dive kind of into your role as a dad. Um, you know, you have uh, one son, correct? Yes, sir. I have a nine-year-old son. Nine-year-old old. And he's, uh, you said he's in wrestling now. Yeah, he just started wrestling not too long ago. I mean, I've been wrestling around with him since he was literally three days old. And, you know, I've taught him some things. And now that he's on the actual wrestling team, he every, everybody's his size or a little bit bigger now. And it's not just his dad, you know, tussling him around or throwing him around. And, you know, he's it, it's it's a little frustrating to him. But also at the same point in time, he's picking things up a little faster because he's starting to reckon, recognize the things that we've went over a little bit. And now, do you want him to follow in your footsteps or do you, would you want him to get in, into uh, mixed martial arts or? He, he wants to, I don't want him to, but you know, if that's what he wants to do, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to help push him to, to do it. And, you know, I always tell him I'm going to, I'm going to break him and I'm going to make him cry and I'm going to make him just feel pain all the time, just for the simple fact that, you know, if he really wants to do it, this is what he's got to put his mind to. And, this is how it's got to be done. And how, how does, as a, as a dad, how hard is that lesson that you're trying to teach him? 
I mean, it's, it's really not too hard. I, you know, me being who I am and, and, I, and I've been through it, you know, it, it makes it that much easier for for me to, to kind of instill that into him. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I kind of wish I had that when I was when I first got into wrestling. But, mm-hmm. you know, everything, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And, you know, with him, you know, it's just easier because, you know, I went down the hard road to to get where I'm at and it's easier dropping the knowledge on him also. And, you know, he gets frustrated sometimes, but, you know, like I tell him, you know, when you get older, you'll, you'll realize everything that I've done will, will help. Now, does he have a, uh, does he have a trainer? I mean, is he, I know you said he's on a, a wrestling team, but I, I do know as a, you know, I'm a coach and I coached a lot of sports when my kids grew up, my kids are 22 and 19. So, but when they grew up, I, I, I coached on just about every single one of their teams, but at times they had personal trainers. Does he got a, does he have a personal trainer or is he too I mean, young I, for that? I'm not sure. I mean, I kind of carry, carry myself as his personal trainer, but okay. with his, with his team, he's on a team and his coaches help out a lot. And, you know, sometimes, you know, being, being a dad, I'll step in and, you know, let him know that different things and stuff like that. Well, let me ask you this, you know, you're, you're in the public eye a lot, you know, when you have these fights and things that you do, how do you protect your son from like good and bad press? Cause you know, when you're, when you have somebody that's in the public eye, they, there are times when there's good press that, that, and then there's times when there's bad press. How do you protect your son from those kind of things? With him being in school, he he loves going to school to talk about me and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like that's like his like he last year while he was in school, he, you know, he did a a a project and he won, wrote that he wanted to be a fighter just like his dad. And you know that was a super super proud father moment. But you know one thing about me with when it comes to family, I don't I don't put my family in the media just for the simple fact that I'm I'm in a public spotlight at all times now. So. I'm very protective. I'm a, I'm super protective, especially, especially when it comes to family and, you know, when something is said wrong or something is, is threatened or something of that nature, I, I, like I said, I'm a protector and it sends me to a, a different place. And, Ooh. you know, I tried to keep my family out of the media as much as possible because that's one thing to me that I was raised. You, you don't come for my family. Well, you know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I'm curious to know now. Um, I want to I want to just kind of back up a little bit. I want to know a little bit about your parents. What kind of things did you learn from your parents, uh, at being parents, that you that you carry with you today as a dad? Discipline, <laughs> mm. a lot of discipline. You know, I I wasn't the best kid as a kid. You know, I stayed in trouble a lot, and you know, I had a I had a a really bad temper and. I stayed in trouble a lot and you know my son is literally the the second coming of me he's the second version of me and he acts literally almost to the T <laughs> just like me as a kid. I mean he doesn't get in a lot of trouble. My my thing with him is he's like super super smart and his mm-hmm. smartness him being as smart as he is gets him in trouble sometime and <laughs> you know like I told one of his teachers a couple of weeks ago he I think they mis- misunderstand him sometimes just for the simple fact of how smart he is and how fast he learns stuff. And, you know, he gets bored, like he'll mm-hmm. finish before everyone. And, you know, he's does, he does great in school. You know, he's an AB student, you know, he's messed up a few times and got a low grade because, you know, he got bored. So he didn't try anymore, but, you know, he brought those grades right back up into an A or a B and, you know, like I tell, you know, like I told the teachers, you know, he's misunderstood. So sometimes because like when he gets bored, he likes to 
do something to occupy himself and it gets yeah. him in trouble. He gets distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about the, and then we talked a little bit about it, but what about um, confidence? And what ways do you teach your son about confidence? Well, with him being around me all the time, confidence is nothing that should ever not be in his vocabulary. Because my, my, my confidence is always super high. And, you know, me being a wrestler, wrestlers are, are known for having high confidence and being a little, a tad bit overly cocky and, and stuff like that. But at the same point in time, you know, I try to teach him and act humble as best as I can, too, also. I love that. I love that. It's, uh, you know, it's important for us as dads to um, not only uh, show that our kids that, that it's okay for them to make mistakes as long as mm-hmm. they own up to it and, and take responsibility for the mistakes that they made. Um, but, uh, you know, in, when we're teaching our kids confidence, I mean, it's everything because th- when they get older, life's going to hit them in the chin and uh, they have to know how to handle things. Yes, sir. And that's what I try to teach him at all times, you know, and that's one reason why I'm so super overprotective of him. It like, like sometimes, you know, he'll, he'll want to go outside to ride his bike and, you know, he wants to go out the yard and ride his bike and ride in the street. And, you know, I'm so overly protective. I, I'm always thinking the worst that, you know, somebody could try to take him or he'll get yeah. hurt badly or something. <laughs> and, you know, it's, I'm just very over, overly protective of him. Uh, well, you know what you're you're doing what you can as a dad to make sure that uh, that your son's as safe as possible, and and that's always a good thing. So, um, well, uh, cool. What uh, what's your son's name, by the way? His name is Tavon. Tavon. Now, if I were to ask Tavon today, nine years old, but if I were to ask him, tell me something about your dad. What would you hope that he would say about you? I would hope he says uh, I'm a great dad. And that, you know, that he's, that dad spoils me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guys' favorite activity to do together? Uh, shoot Nerf guns. Oh, there you like, go. Like when, when the Nerf guns come out, it's either going to be cool or it's going to be bad. <laughs> so sometimes, one time, you know, I came home from work and him and his stepmom attacked me. And that wasn't good. <laughs> but, you know, it. It's it's cool that it's fun when the Nerf guns come out every once yeah. in a blue moon. But you know, I think that's some of the f- coolest moments. Oh man, those are those are good memories, man. Those are good memories. I can remember when my boys were younger, and then we had the Nerf guns going. I mean, sometimes it's cool when it's at night and you turn off all the lights in the house, and you still have the Nerf guns out. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, we'll we'll see TikTok videos of dads and their kids having Nerf gun wars and stuff, yeah. and. Those those things be hilarious. Oh, very cool, very cool. Well, um, if my listeners wanted to uh, look you up, learn a little bit more about you, what's the best place for them to do that? I uh, can definitely check out my fighter page at Brian Maxwell MMA Fighter on Facebook. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Brian Maxwell underscore one two, and you can uh, find me on Twitter at Brian Maxwell Official. Very cool. Well, listen, Brian, I. Uh... I appreciate you being on, my friend. Uh, I'm glad we've gotten to know each other. I'm looking forward to watching your career develop and grow. I mean, you certainly represent the data community very well, and it's been a been an honor to have you on, my friend. Hey, thank you for having me. If you ever want to do this again, just let me know. We can we can set some up and 
the reschedule before. I've had a super busy schedule since this mm-hmm. this Chad fight and been doing podcasts after podcasts and interview after <laughs> interview. And you know, thing, things are a little been a little crazy, but you know, I'm in I'm enjoying the moment right now. Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at Data Podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. This is Dad Up.